and Vanessa, and, and this, this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Yeah. Let's talk about our weeks, guys. Yeah, let's do it. So, mine had a few highlights. Some of them, well, I didn't write any of it down, so I had to like go through and like try and remember, which was a little difficult, but... I think I got all the t- the points that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, I fired a client. Yeah. Nicely. She t- I when I walked away, I was kind of like, I don't think she knows she's fired. That's how good I broke up with her. I don't that's not a good breakup <laughs> because they come back thinking that you didn't break <laughs> up with them. Well, basically like her appointment... Her this was the doodle client that you were talking about last week that you wanted to fire, right? No, I didn't fire her yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only because she pays a lot more and she's more frequent. Yeah. So I kind of need that extra money right now. Mm-hmm. So... But this one, she's a quarterly client. I have touched on her. Um, yeah. And she, you know, she kind of annoys me. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked her at first in the beginning, like, years ago. But then she started canceling, pushing things around. Then she got a second doodle, which isn't really a doodle because mommy went out and had an affair and they didn't know. So they had a mixed litter. And this one's just like crazy. She doesn't want to neuter her dogs. And they're just, one of them pisses all over itself and the other one is spazzy. But when it comes down to the grooming portion, like the actual work, they're fine. But they're crazy in the meantime you know because I take them both and they're both like come up to your knees so they're not like well my knees I'm 5'5 so like they're not small dogs they're not medium dogs but they're not like super large dogs Mm -hmm. um but they're not horrible to actually groom but I don't know she kind of just annoys me and I was hoping she would have fired herself when I raised her price and she did not so so how did you break up with her so her appointment her next appointment isn't until august and so august 28th which is the baby shower um and i plan on firing large dogs in between then anyways and so i just took the opportunity to be like i'm cutting back on dogs and by the time your next appointment rolls around i'm most likely going to be on maternity leave which is probably maybe true. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I was like, so you might want to find, yeah, you might want to find another groomer. And she's like, well, do you have anybody you recommend? And I haven't really reached out to any mobile groomers yet. Um, or any groomers at all. So I just was like, yeah, I do have one, but she's a drive for you. (laughs) She's like, where is she? I'm like, Oh, you know, off of Eastern and Pebble. <laughs> oh, you're recommending me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, her name's Vanessa. And she's like, okay. And so she wrote down your information. <laughs> so you're welcome. But my setup is a lot different, so having a crazy dog is probably going to be obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she's got two of them. And it's really just one of them. It's the newer one. It, it, that's crazy. But they're both actually really good to groom. So, yeah. like, that's the non-issue. It's just... In the meantime. Well, Just being yeah. in their presence. Yeah. And, I, like, yeah. the little brother is, like, super nosy. So, they're used to my setup where he's literally, while I'm bathing his brother, 
paws up on the bathtub watching mm-hmm. and like what are you doing and i'm just like bro i need to i need to step over there and then he goes to the other side and then it's just like this thing and then he's like right under my feet while i'm grooming his brother and then same thing on looking you know on the table and it's just like ugh. and then if he's not once i put the brother down then they're like humping each other and like running around and like super excited which is fine but like they're bigger dogs and i work in a six by ten environment mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so i'm just like uh and like they're super sweet dogs it's really just the mom that bugs you know well, so yeah i think she knows or she'll probably just try to hit you up next year she did and i she's like well do you know when you're coming back and i was like well my maternity leave won't officially start until after i have the babies and then i'll be out for 12 weeks and i haven't figured out how we're how i'm going to be going back to work yeah which which is you don't yeah you don't have to express anything which is a lie because i already know what i'm doing it's just (sighs) i'm not going to be calling back all my clients i'm only going to be calling back some yeah and they have to be on like a two four or six week schedule and if they can't commit to that then they don't get booked I can only take that commitment at that time, which I don't like booking out like that. I like holes in my schedule, but it's only two days a week, so. Yeah. It's, it's, to... it's much easier to commit to, to two days a week. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I have to have that book out, you know? Yeah. Because then there's no point in working. For sure. <laughs> so. No, for sure. It's, but it's true. I it is the, true. I did the same thing. I just don't know how I'm going to do it yet because... There are some clients I'm keeping, and there's some clients that I'm for sure firing, and then there's some clients that are going to be really difficult to get in on a two, four, or six week commitment because I need to do a certain amount of dogs. But I guess it doesn't matter because I should be looking at the amount of money that dog costs because I want to keep my Bichons, and she's getting another Bichon, and so that Bichon takes me two hours. Her little Maltese takes me about an hour, 45 minutes, an hour. And then she's getting another bitch on. So I'm going to be there for four, four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. But she sp- spends her time here and in another state. And so, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep her on because she doesn't know when she gets back into Vegas. Well, you'll have... And it's just like, ugh. But well, she's money. She yeah, that's money. why, like, you don't you don't know how you're, how flexible yeah. you'll be. Like with the kids, like maybe she comes in and she pops in and you're, and it's just a money day. It's a money day. You just take care of those dogs and you're like, hey, somebody come babysit for just like four and a half hours. Yeah. You know. Because there are two Bichon. I know she's going to want to keep the other Bichon. Yeah. In the Bichon cut. And like, takes me two hours (laughs) to do it. But she texted me because she books online. She's amazing. She goes through and she books online for the amount of time she's going to be here. Mm -hmm. And so she's already booked out till August. And so she texts me like, oh, I'm going to get another Bashan in June. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's cool. And then she's like, oh, by the way, the other groomers were asking, how do you do, how do you blow dry Richie's face? And, like, I was working with him because he's kind of a pain in the butt to blow dry his face. But it's just, I thought it was hilarious. Because she's like, do you have any, like, tricks or something that I could, like, relay to them? And I just kind of laughed and was like, I'll tell you in person. Yeah. It's too much to fucking text. Yeah. Because it's a whole thing. Yeah. But, yeah, so I thought that was funny. Um, And then 
I got bit. Yeah, that was by a, a fucking Shih Tzu. That was a Lhasa. Shih Tzu Lhasa thing, whatever. It's a bad representation of a Shih Tzu. Yeah. And like this dog has always been an asshole. He looked like an asshole. He, I've sent you videos of him before. Yeah. He's the one that doesn't stop barking. Yeah. And like he tries to act aggressive, but like he's never actually bit me. Like. He sensed the pregnancy. So that he or he, I just wasn't like, okay, so all I did is I automatically groomers helper him for his nails. Mm-hmm. And so I guess his story is, is when they used to live in Hawaii, um, the groomer, when he was a puppy, told the clients like the only way to like clip nails is to make them bleed, which I've heard of this before. So I don't necessarily think they're lying. And so they quicked every single nail plus the four dew claws that he has actually four or five six dew claws that he has he has double dews on each back leg and so he's been like traumatized ever since and like he's actually bit his owners trying to clip his nails and so this dog is like 11 so like living with like lifetime trauma <laughs> that he could never get over because they're like we've tried desensitizing him and it just, he just doesn't deal yeah. with it. So I automatically groomer helper him for his nails. And I went to go push him towards the bar to put the groomer's helper on. And he turned around and like, usually he turns around and just barks at my hand. This motherfucker actually bit me. And I watched it in slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. You're like, you're coming towards me. Yeah. Your teeth are out. You clamp well, down. Are you really biting me? I was like. You're really biting Ow. me. I still have scabs. But it happened like so fast and so slow. Because I thought he was just barking. So I didn't react. Like because I, he's kind of all lip. Mm-hmm. And so his jaw is kind of recessed I guess you can say like it's further back and then it's like lip like a boxer a little bit but not as much thick lip so when he bites you're gonna get more teeth than lip unlike a boxer yeah I've been bitten by boxers and it's all like lip and it's (laughs) fucking hilarious but anyways and like play bites not like aggressive bite yeah Uh, but anyways so he bites me and I just look down and I'm like ow and I see my body has like like blue punctures like he bit me yeah he got you good he got me hella it good it looked like a toddler went in on your yeah it fucking... looked very human yeah it just <laughs> it was every tooth was defined yeah i was like ow so i clipped him and i'm just like looking at it and i'm like wow he like bit me <laughs> and i just like did his nails and like groomed him like normal yeah and i just like he fucking bit me. Like, I can't remember the last time I've actually legitimately been bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just hurt my feelings. Like, I was actually bit. <laughs> it was fucked up. What are you going to do about that client? Nothing. I'll continue to groom him. Yeah. Like, because we have a routine. So... And you're com- you're always asking me why I still groom Milo. Yeah, no... This dog does not compare to Milo whatsoever. She okay. hasn't bit me since in like seven years. Well, 
this dog still doesn't compare to Milo. He doesn't show full-on aggression like Milo does. He doesn't snarl. He literally just yells at me the whole time. He's very vocal. He's vocal at home. He's vocal here. Like, that's why I didn't have, like, issue with this dog. Mm. But, like, he's never actually snarled. Like, he's never showed legitimate signs of biting. And, like, he literally just, if I go to, like, move him or... And it's only for the nails and the bath. Once I'm done blow-drying him, he's as sweet as pie. And, like, I can clean out his paw pads just fine. And, like, detail paw pads. I can do anything. Like, just fine. But it's literally the first five minutes he is at his most vulnerable state. Because he knows the nails are going to get done. So, like, I'll continue grooming him. But now I'm just going to push with one hand <laughs> towards the... I'm not going to actually try and pick him up and kind of guide him to the pole. No, I'm just going to push him with through his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, you're going over there. Yeah. You know? So, and then... But yeah, that's that was that highlight. And then... So, I hit up Jay Scruggs. And, and <laughs> you know, you know. We all know. <laughs> I don't think he listens, which is great. But... So, he sells this product that wraps around your neck. And... It wraps around your neck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of wraps... Okay, so it hooks. I should say hooks around your neck. And then it spirals. And then does a mini spiral. And it fits a a blow dryer. Like a human blow dryer in it. And so, you can kind of move the... With the hook. Mm -hmm. Because it's flexible. The whole thing is very flexible. And so then you can take the blow dryer and put it higher on you, lower on you, and just it molds to your Oh, neck. that's cool. Yeah, it's like... I've been looking for a, uh, something to hold my blow dryer so like I could fluff dry Yeah, with my blow dryer. I've been looking for something I like that. I saw someone post a link a long time ago, and I've never been able to find it since. I'll hit him up and see if he can send me the link. I asked him for the link. And he just was like, I'll just send you one. But I really want the link. So yeah. I'll ask him again and get the link. But he sent it to me. And so I took my blow dryer. It's still in the trailer. Because I, I like adding the blow dryer to instead of fluffing with the velocity dryer, you get a whole different fluff. With a hand blow dryer? Yes. It. I don't know. And I thought it would take longer to blow dry with the handheld blow dryer, but it actually doesn't. It doesn't add, like, extra time to the end of your blow dryer as mm-hmm. it would just putting the, you know, the velocity dryer in your armpit. And, like, it just, like, took my grooms up My blow dryer is too hot. <clears throat> well, so is mine, because it in the summer it literally will burn my armpit, so I have to use um, a happy hoodie, too. No, no, like, the heat... Like, the, my blow dryer is, like, one of those expensive ones, but it's the heat. Yeah. There's only two settings. It's cool and hot. And the hot dryer is so hot. Like, oh, I, I bet wouldn't... it's comparable to when it's 115 out here. Yeah. And it's pulling, you know, because the Metro doesn't create... It creates heat, but doesn't have a heat setting. Yeah. But in the summer, that shit burns. No, I meant, like, my hand dryer, like, for my hair. Oh, yeah, oh you no. only have two settings. Yeah, for the... So, like... You're talking about, like, you're taking your actual hair blow dryer in yeah. there, and it's different than your Metrovac. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm saying I can't do that because no, my... No, you probably need a new one. Yeah, I'll need a different blow dryer. I just have a Hot Tools. It has three settings, cool, medium, and hot. If I had a medium and cool one, it'd probably work. Yeah. You want heat when you're doing your fluffing? Mine's just too hot. It goes to like yeah. a million degrees. Yeah, no. The medium setting, I think, might be a little too hot, but that's sometimes when my it sucks my smock up mm-hmm. so then i have to angle it a certain way that's the only thing that i would say about it is that you have to be careful of your smock because then it starts to smell like burning so but it took my grooms up a slight notch like i didn't think it would make a difference but having a fluff dryer again yeah you know and it's cost effective because i know the does is a portable fluff dryer, and I've heard great things about it, but, like... That's on my wish list. Yeah. One day. It's $200. Actually, I think it went up because they just revamped it. Maybe. I'm hoping that... They'll be they'll, back at Super Zoo. Yeah, because they were doing two for 300 I don't think they'll ever do that again. I know. Because that was their first year there. I know. And now they're popular. I we know. failed. We fucked up. I know. We almost bought it. We did. And then we didn't. Yeah. But, so adding a blow dryer to the end of my blow drying Mm -hmm. has been, like, top notch. Yeah. You know? Because I always fluff out faces. I don't ever use without the nozzle with the two motors going. I've always had one motor, and on the one motor, it's always been on half. Mm -hmm. And then I'll fluff it out. But it's a different fluff. I don't, it's like, it gives you the same fluff as if you fluffed out your own hair. You know how it's soft Mm -hmm. and silkier? Yeah. That's kind of what it does to the dog. Instead of, I don't know, I think it's like a different kind of heat. It could be. I I mean, the heat from the Metrovac is generated from the motors, not actually a processed heat. Yeah. So. There's not heated coils. Yeah. So. It just turns out way different. I highly recommend. I'll try and get that link from Jay. Put it on our website. Yeah. But it's great. I highly recommend it. At least with a blow dryer. I've seen other groomers like put the blow dryer under the chin. Yeah, I've seen that too. I'm like... Or underneath the like like the armpit. I'm like, how do you hold that without it like... Burning you. Yeah, or like it's stopping from the suction. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because the know. intake is going to take it all in. Yeah. I don't know. People and have... the chin thing, I couldn't do. Yeah. People have some very, very unique ways to balance. Yeah. But this thing, it's innovative. And it's so simple. I don't want to... I think I remember looking at the website and it was like 30 bucks, so very affordable. Yeah. And you can get a decent blow dryer for like 60 bucks. Yeah. You know? Like, my, I think my hot tools I've had for almost 10 years... And I'm pretty sure I only paid like 60 bucks because I refused to pay anything. Yeah, and Bliss makes their own um, dog one, too. They do, yeah. I wonder if it's any good, though. I wonder if it's any different than a regular Bliss or like a regular hairdryer. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you... It's the same thing with how they were doing um, the Dremel tools. Yeah. They were marking it up like 15 extra dollars or something mm-hmm. like that. I think for, they were like $60 at PetSmart for the actual Dremel ba- brand yeah. that was designed for pets that looked just like their $20 version. It was exactly the same. Yeah. There was no difference. It's just like, yeah. okay. 
And there's a rumor, I haven't checked into it, but like the the micro tool one that I have. Uh-huh. Um they discontinued making it? Yeah. That's a rumor. I haven't seen it. Because I haven't actually looked into it. No. I'm it's when when people say things aren't being made anymore, it makes my heart break and I don't want to know. Same, because I haven't had a problem with my micro. Other than they are not mobile compatible because of the dock. Yeah. But, so I have to, like, have something behind it Mm -hmm. to keep it charging. Um, But other than that, I've had it for three plus years. Yeah, I've had mine for a while. But other people, I don't know what they do. They were like, mine keeps going out, like, once a year and I have to get a new one. I'm like, how? Like, what's happening? But I always make sure to blow mine out. You know, get the dust out of there. And I don't know. I don't really know. But yeah, that was kind of like my week. So what's your week been like? I had everything planned out in my head and I just forgot. Oh, so let's talk about Super Zoo for a second. Because um, I was, um, my boss was going to go have these on the classes. And a couple weeks ago, I was, you know, I checked their website just to see how everything was doing. Because I know everything's all much slower now. Mm-hmm. Like, not everything's posted. But now everything's posted as far as classes. And I was looking at the website uh, on, they were doing, how they were doing the layout again. Uh-huh. It showed no grooming stalls. What? Everything was listed, right, for, like, Critter Corner and, like, how they put everything. Yeah. And you know how they have the numbers for the booths? Yeah? It didn't have anything for grooming. Really? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be, like, the general things for grooming, but it's not listed yet, so it's kind of tripping me out. And I guess registration is $150 a person. It's not free anymore. What? Yeah. But does that include classes or, like, something? Like, what does it include? Or is it just registration? So these are all things that, like, I'm not entirely sure about. But, like, if you guys have the insight to yeah. let us know, like, what's going on. Yeah, that's hella weird. That's sus. Yeah. My, I mean, I'm kind of not surprised because they're probably, there's probably a lot of pay that they had to pay to be able to do this, you know, after COVID. Like, these companies are probably, or our convention centers are probably trying to make up from yeah. the year that they missed and so now it's being put onto the consumer yeah i don't know i don't know what's going on and i know it's going to be much smaller even though like it doesn't look much smaller yeah I, it's fine but the classes are out so now well, I'm looking... there's like no grooming stuff but there's still the classes there's it, grooming classes yeah and they have the pet tech up for the CPR, and I need to do that because I need to renew my CPR. Yeah, same. Um, so the classes are up, and they're still relatively all the same classes that you would see. Nothing really new or innovative. But, like, my boss is like, I'm, she's basically like, I'll pay for half your classes. And I'm like, that's cool. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, but she's like, I don't know if I want to pay $150 per person to go to Super Zoo, though. Like, you know, like, if it's like that, she's not going to go, you know. So, yeah. we'll see how it goes. I just, I didn't know if you guys knew anything about that, so. It's a tax write-off, bitch. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's still a lot of money up front. Um, okay, as far as dogs go, I have been super busy. I started, I decided I'm going to take on every other Fridays now for, like, half days. Uh-huh. Um, just to see how that goes, because I have been busy. And I only do six dogs a day, but... 
like I won't do more than that. Yeah. Even though some days I have been doing seven. Um, but yeah, um, there was something. So you are doing Fridays now, half days. Yeah, every other Friday. So how does that work? Because she had it, she had it to where like um, my seven a.m.s are getting booked up. I can't stand the heat. I can't do the heat. I can't do the heat. So I will get up at the butt crack of dawn. So like I am going to start doing seven, eight, nine, and ten, and that's my cutoff. No, I know, but like, well, not that I know, but I thought she didn't want you guys open on certain days so that's why you guys were closed so like how's that working for her she she yeah she specifically didn't want us on fridays because they do a happy hour there and they get they start setting up the bar around one o'clock even though happy hour starts like at 4 Mm p.m but they start setting up and cleaning up and deep cleaning around one o'clock and so she wants everything done by one o'clock like all the cleaning it all of us out because it gets so crazy there because People are there to be at the park and drink and have fun and eat. And so, like, I understand. And I specifically wanted Sunday Mondays off. So she was like, oh, I mean, you can do Sunday Mondays. And then so we just came to when we started putting our day. She's like, I just want to start off with a couple days first and see how it goes. And we'll expand on the days. So I still have Wednesday to work with. But I don't like working five days a week. (laughs) Five days a week is awful, and I just don't believe in it, especially when you're doing hard labor, and yeah, so that's that. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something that happened at my work. Okay, so when you're talking about shithead dogs, let me tell you about this shithead dog that I had. Okay, Uh so I do her every two weeks. She's one of my maintenance grooms. Her name is Sugar. She is like a balding senior poodle. Aw. She's nuts. She's super sweet, but she's fucking nuts, right? Is she old? She is old. She's like 12, but she acts like she's like a two-year-old puppy. Jesus. She acts like she's young. She looks like she's ancient. Uh-huh. And she's just like this ball of psycho energy that just like, she's just nuts. So we already expect certain things out of sugar. She always shits on our floor. And so, like, I didn't put her in our room, specifically, knowing that the first 10 minutes she was with us, she was going to shit somewhere, and I'd have to clean it up. So, I put her, like, you know, somewhere else so she could shit and be other, somebody else's problem. <laughs> of course, she waited till she got in our room, and she shit, and she pisses, like, five million times. Oh, my God. Exactly. So, that's what we already know, right? We already know we have to deal with that. Her incessant barking, she likes to, it's not incessant barking, she likes to talk. And if there's other dogs, she likes to talk to other dogs. Uh-huh. Um, she's pretty good to groom. Anyway, I cut her. <clears throat> I cut her. Not bad. I literally skimmed her paw pad with my shears. And it took off like like a hair of skin. Mm-hmm. Like a hair of skin. Nothing to like really freak out about. Like inside the paw pad? Like on the out, outer edge of the paw pad. Like the, the, the meat right here. Oh, like the actual pad. The actual pad. Oh, wow. How'd you do that? With my shears. I cut her. Oh, I thought you said with your clippers. No, I I skimmed her with my shears. Like, I skimmed the edge with my shears when I was cutting. And I just took, like... I didn't even, like, take a chunk. I just took, like, a little hair of skin off. Like, if you were to accidentally scratch yourself too hard and you kind of roll up a little bit of skin. I took that. And it was nothing, like... 
meh. She didn't flinch. She wasn't even moving. Yeah. But she's an old fucking dog, and it's on the paws, so it wouldn't stop bleeding. Yeah. No matter what I did, it wouldn't stop bleeding. So I was like, I'm going to make an executive decision. It was only like a $35 bath. Like she has no hair. Yeah. She takes me two minutes. And the client is an extremely good client. She has three dogs. This one I see every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, free bath, whatever. Only because I couldn't get the bleeding to stop. And once I got it to stop, it was still like little specks of blood. Uh-huh. Like it was, it was, I had to wrap it up. So I had to put a Band-Aid on it. And so it's visibly that I did something, you know? So I text the owner, put her down, um, and I was like, hey, just so you know, like, I scratched her paw pad. You can't even, you couldn't even see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to wrap it up. So, and she's like, oh, okay. She was totally cool. I was like, we're just, we're going to do this one on the house today. And yeah, uh, we'll just keep it pushing. She's like, oh, thank you for telling me, blah, blah, blah. Fucking dog. My apprentice, I was starving. It was an early day for me, and I was not, like, I was not, like, in my mind in the morning, so I didn't get my breakfast ready or my lunch. So when my apprentice came, uh, I basically told her, go get some food for us. Yeah. Right? So she gets some food. Where'd she go? Uh, She went to Jack in the Box. Oh. Yeah. And, (laughs) no, I was just like... Just get food. Just get food. I don't care. So she got food, and so I put it in my cabinet, and I go out to get another dog, and um, I'm texting the mom about sugar. I come back in. This bitch is balls deep in my bag of food I haven't even touched. Balls deep. How did she get in the cabinet? I don't know. This bitch was going after my fucking food. Luckily, she didn't eat any of it. Uh-huh. But, like, maybe, like, a fry or two. So, I'm like, great. Now, I cut the dog, give her diarrhea. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so. That's hilarious. The mom, like, kind of knew that, like, the damn dog was, like, nuts. Yeah. She insisted on paying anyway, which well, was cool. Nice yeah. Her. But, yeah, that was, like, my week with a psycho, psycho dog. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. Could you imagine if she was fucking eating the... Um, burger. I would have been so pissed. So fucking pissed. <laughs> so pissed. And then, like, it was, like, such a busy day, like, set up. Uh-huh. But it ended up being a really chill day because one of my dogs had to cancel because he had an ear infection. And I was like, cool, that dog's nuts and obnoxious. Is that a reason for canceling? I don't care. <laughs> okay. it, it was, it's one of those dogs where you're, like, dreading doing He's like some sort of weird doodle mix mm. or Springer Spaniel doodle. I don't know, but he's such a like psycho and he's young and I hate him. That sucks. Yeah. So he canceled and then <laughs> my last appointment came in early and it was just a consultation because she had an appointment for PetSmart like the next day. What? Then why waste her time and yours? She just wanted to check us out because the dog comes to the puppy play. It's a puppy. And her dog's bougie. And she just isn't satisfied with PetSmart. So she wants to try other places. And she's like, well, what's the difference? And there is no fucking difference because the dog only gets a face feeding potty. Because <laughs> she wants it to be a full Maltese. Well, I guess the difference would be your preparation, your product. Oh, 100%. The dog will be shining and immaculate. And he's so cute. Yeah. He's probably nuts on the table. 
Or not, because she's been getting him groomed since he was a wee little puppy, and he's only eight months old. Yeah. So, hmm. I'm excited about that one. Okay. There was something else, but I don't remember. <laughs> so, how long... Okay, so when you nicked the pop ad, how long was she on your table after that? What do you mean? Like, well, so, my little trick is, like, if I nick a paw pad like that uh-huh. i just put a towel down no i did that trick i and do like i just do let him yeah walk it out mm-hmm. so yes i know so basically it was the front feet and the front um the front feet is like the second to the last step because i do the front yeah. feet then i do the face so i quickly do a little spritz of peroxide or cleaner you know i yeah. we have wound wash and stuff we have all different kinds of disinfectants for boo-boos just a little just a little cleaner up a you know just in case of and then yeah. i let them walk around so that way they kind of stomp it out and stop it from yeah bleeding. just let it clot it itself did not work interesting yep She's yep. just an old lady bleeder. She is an old lady bleeder. She just, she, if I clip her, it's, it's the same thing with her nails. If I clip her nails too short. And she's a bleeder. She, if I dremel the nails, she's a fucking bleeder. Jesus. Yeah. See, like, in cases like that, I'm like, is it appropriate to glue? Because, like, I don't carry glue. I've never glued anything. I've seen other groomers glue things. So I'm kind of like, is this an appropriate time to if, glue? It would have been an appropriate time if I had clawed it. Because it was such a shallow... I'm telling you, it wasn't a cut. It was like a little scrape. Yeah. So it was so shallow that it was like a clotted situation. Yeah. But I didn't have any clotted. I don't like clot it as a quick stop. I've tried it before. So I'd be curious, because I know clot it, the actual brand, mm-hmm. you can use on wounds. Because yeah. it's not a septic powder. Yeah. So I'd be it, curious yeah. to keep that on hand. Yeah. Okay, so I added a tiny little new segment. I probably I won't be like taking too long on it because um, not everybody wants to hear about my pregnancy and grooming. But we did get an email asking, like, well, not asking, but like saying she really enjoys hearing about the pregnancy mm-hmm. and like she wants to know how like pregnancy and grooming is going because you know she might want to get pregnant. So she's just curious. So I was like, fuck it. I'll it's, talk about it. It's like, we're the worst people. <laughs> yeah, we're the worst people because I'm not built for pregnancy. <laughs> I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> like, pregnancy is hard. And pregnancy and grooming sucks. It. Well, for me, it did. It was awful. No, it does suck. And I don't know how other people are doing this that are grooming six dogs a day in salon environments or mobile environments and. Like, because I'm a part of pregnant and grooming groups, and these women are hustling. But a lot of these women are also single moms. And I understand that you have to do what you have to do. But I'm like, oh, God, I feel you. Like, because I am struggling. And I am very lucky that we are a two-household income, but my income isn't... It's necessary. Yeah, it's not 100% necessary. It goes to a few bills. So me cutting back isn't 100% of a big deal. We just don't get to live a little bit more glamorous like we do now, which is fine. I've been poor my whole life, so I've never been successful. I like how you you grew up poor your whole life, and then you get this really nice routine, and you start, like, adding things to that routine just to make your life easier. Yeah. But that costs money. It does. And now you're deciding to have kids, and you're like, fuck, what did I do? (laughs) Slightly. 
like I'm not necessarily worried about financials. Honestly, all the things that I'm worried about is what's actually happening to my body. Like there are things that we're going to do differently that not differently, but that aren't the norm because we want to save money and my husband loves saving money. So all I had to do was like, so we're going to be doing, um, this isn't pregnant and grooming, but we're going to do, uh, reusable diapers and he was at first kind of hesitant, like, ew, that's gross. And I'm like, I have no problem with cleaning up piss and shit. So I'll do the cleaning. Like, I'll take that on and you take something else on. That's completely fine. That is yeah. your job. We'll figure it out when the time comes. But um, I found... It's just a little harder with twins. It is, but you save buco money. Yeah, I know. Buco. I and, like, once I showed him just, like, videos of how much money you save and, like, all the things, he's like, okay, let's do it. Like, yeah, let because you save thousands of dollars. Yeah, we were we were a hybrid family. So I did cloth diapering and we would take disposables on the road mm-hmm. if it if like we didn't like just in case. Yeah. You know, um, and yeah, we'd save a lot of money. You save so much money. Yeah. And it breastfeeding, if I can, you know, things happen. I can't put that much pressure on myself, even though breastfeeding is always been like a dream of mine so yeah i breastfed both my kids and save money i never got formula yeah and the way my tits are growing i hope i don't have a problem your boobs are (laughs) so nice they're huge and painful um so picking up dogs with huge tits painful Mm. um wonder how that feels it fucking hurts it hurts so much them like the little dogs who are nervous and want love and cuddle up against you, you know, but like hard. It's like aggressive cuddles because they're scared. Fucking hurts. Hurts. And like my nipples started hurting again. Hurts. Just anything that touches them. The breeze hurts. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of things that I'm gonna have to put into place. So, how many weeks are you? I'm 15 today. Yeah. So, 15 weeks today. And. I'm having trouble squatting to pee at work. The position puts too much pressure on my uterus and hurts because I don't hover squat. I feel like the way I was taught to pee and squat is you go all the way down to the ground. Yeah. And like that's how you pee without pissing on yourself. Um, If you're going to be doing at home birthing anyway or if that's what you're considering or if you're considering the more natural route. Yeah. They have... Um, chairs. The chairs. You might as yeah. well just start using the chairs now. Like, just Well, how am I going to fucking put that in my trailer to just take a piss? Well, you're probably going to have to get stuck with it, but it comes apart. It's not like a chair. It's like y- y- you attach it together. Yeah. It's portable well, for midwives. I saw this chick, <clears throat> Laura, I think years ago. She has these, like, funnels. They're not the... Uh, they're not shiwis but they're the same concept but with a bag so i don't know if they're eco-friendly that's the only thing that i'm trying to like my carbon footprint again lower it but it helps you pee standing up as a female and you just piss into the bag and i think i'm gonna have to start using those but then i'm like once i get so big how am i gonna be able to see my fucking coochie i can barely see that shit now like And then I remember when I was 15 weeks with my first one, it barely showed. I actually lost a lot of weight and I looked like I was like 
lost weight and skinny. Yeah. <clears throat> and my second one, I was normal. 15 weeks, you're not showing too much. But oh. you're fucking showing. Yeah. I'm showing. You look like four or five months, six months pregnant. I'm going to be... So it's strange because I haven't necessarily gained any weight anywhere else. Like my arms still look the same. My legs still look the same. No. My face looks the same. You're not going to gain weight anywhere else. Some women do. Well, yeah, it shifts, but that, it takes a lot for it to shift. Yeah. But I think I'm going to be all stomach. And so there's going to be a point in time where I can't reach the tub anymore. I cannot reach the table anymore or... I can't pick up dogs. You see and the, those twins, the the moms with the twins TikToks. Yeah, they're scary. They give me anxiety <laughs> because that's what I'm gonna look like. And then getting out of my trailer is going to terrify me because I can't see the step. I can see it now, but I know in my future, I'm not going to be able to. And so that's dangerous. So I don't know. I my time is very limited right now for working. So yeah, but. As of right now, not much has changed on this journey. I'm still doing things the way I did before, just with heavy breathing and being tired. I'm only officially doing four dogs a day because any more than that, I am physically exhausted. I come home and I immediately crawl onto bed and I fall asleep. And I'm at least an hour late now every day to work to my clients' houses. So it jumped up from a half hour to... An hour. Yeah. Yes. None of my clients care. Um, plus, I have an arrival window anyways, so... Yeah. Like... But, yeah, so that's kind of new, I guess. An hour late now, and... Um, what else? What was the other one? I don't remember. Four dogs. Oh, yeah, four dogs, officially. Like, I go through and block off. Yeah. So, if I have four dogs that day, it's blocked. Nobody can book that day anymore. Yeah. Which I got that idea from someone... Uh, online yeah and you were keeping your um schedule open so like you're not always doing five days now yeah well that stopped because i didn't take anything off in may so i'm working the entire month of june or just of may? may oh okay no june i'm taking a vodka a vodka i'll be gone i'll be off for like a week so i'm doing a spa day a spa weekend so I'm going up to Mesquite by myself, which is about like an hour, hour and a half away. And it's just like this really cheap hotel. Like if you're ever looking for like just a hella cheap getaway and you want to feel like you're balling on a budget, Mesquite is the way to go. Like if yeah. you like to golf, they have a golfing course. I cannot promise you that this place is beautiful. It's an old hotel. Like the casino's ratchet and like the rooms yeah. are all right. They're but basic. But the spa is nice. They and do the have pool's a nice, spa. nice too. They do have a nice spa and it's hella affordable. Mm-hmm. Like there, they have a package for her and a package for him. And the package for her was $200. And in their basic package for her, you get a massage, a facial, and a pedicure. And so for $200, I had to upgrade to get the prenatal, but I think that's an extra $30. So $230 for an entire spa day. And then you get to use the amenities. Now, since it's COVID times, not all the amenities are open, but their spa pool is open. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to get a cabana. But um, other than that, and then like the day before, I'm going to get my nails done. 
and then do the spa day the next day and then I leave the next day and then I come back home and I have two days off still so yeah it's just like a quick little trip I need it yeah (laughs) so but yeah that's kind of it it's kind of update on my pregnancy and grooming okay so let's chat about some things that we have been seeing online Let's do the juicy one first. It's not even that juicy, but it's kind of juicy. We're not going to drop names or anything, but, you know. I don't even really know the business, to be honest. But I don't like, either. I guess. It's fun to speculate. <sighs> well, I guess the idea is is that, like, it's still in the grooming world. It's still part of our culture, and, you know, we can always talk about it. If we talk about it, maybe something good will happen. I don't know. I don't really care. I know you I don't. just love drama. <laughs> like, I don't like participating in drama. I don't create the drama. I just continue on the drama, and I speculate about drama. And why not just bring it to your guys' ears? Like, it's about the grooming world. It's about influencers. So we're just bringing you the latest and greatest deets, right? Shit on the table. It's shit. We talk about all the fun stuff right yeah it's total shit this is total oh this is just gossip it's like reality tv show it's not even not even that spicy but like groomer version yeah it's it's fun i think it's fun i immediately and if you follow us on facebook you probably maybe seen my tag that i tagged vanessa in so you might know what we're talking about See, she tagged me in something that I still don't have an entire clue about. Oh, me neither, but, but it's fun. Let's do it. So, apparently, there is a grooming, a groomer influencer that is, I guess you could say, like, on tour right now. They're doing, like, um, seminars and classes and all the fun stuff. And this person apparently, supposedly, quote-unquote, talking about... This other groomer. It's speculated. This is all speculation. No confirm. Okay, guys. We're just here to have fun. Um, And so it is speculated that this person has been talking to his, I guess you can say clientele or other groomers that have been a part of this seminar about this other gentleman. And this gentleman got wind of all the things that this person was saying. And made a public post about it. And I was like, ooh, what's this juice? But he made a public post saying that this person is talking shit, but not saying what he's talking shit about. No, he he was trying, I I can see he was trying to keep it classy. He wasn't, because he blasted that person. I know, but you can blast and still be classy. (laughs) It's not annoying. I want to know the grit. I know, just tell it to me all. (laughs) And we're doing the same thing to you. (laughs) And we're not telling you everything. Yeah. Um, well, because it's not, it's not our business to tell. It's their business to tell. Yeah. But... But we still want to talk about it because it's fun. Well, at least We'll I get think to it's a fun. point eventually, but yeah. Yeah. So, now... So, I guess this person was talking about him to other people, and it, he caught wind of it. And he's just basically like, don't... Like, why are you doing this? Like, I don't understand. And, like, basically just don't talk about me anymore. And so... But he did it in such a long... Oh, it was winded. so winded. So long. And, like, I can kind of like, see... Like, names were dropped. So many names. Oh, so many And it names. was just like, okay, 
That's great and exciting. There's so many names dropped. We know who you're talking about, obviously. <laughs> um, but, like, like what was said that made you so fired? Like, you're trying to fire back. Like, he's trying to fire back with some more shit talking. But he didn't necessarily... Sh- he didn't... I don't think he necessarily shit talked because he never actually said anything bad about this person. He no, was he just did. saying, he, like... Well, no, he... He kind of did in the post, but... Well, what was it that he it said was, then? It was more like... I've helped you, and now this is what you're doing. I don't know. It was just kind of a... It, it, it wasn't like... It obviously wasn't painting that other person in the best light. Well, yeah, because he wasn't painting himself in the best light. That's speculated. That is speculated. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. Like, so yeah. So somebody was talking shit. He called him out, and in a long-winded, half-shit-talking post, started dropping a million names of other people. Yeah. Which got a little confusing. Because it I was, was like... That's why when you tagged me, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, and what is Mains? M-A-I-N-S. What is Mains? I'm telling you, I think that's his best... Like, his term for bestie. Okay, I will just... I've never heard of it, You but. guys confirm that with me, please? Because it kept being <laughs> mentioned in, like the chat and the post and like this is why i'm not on fucking facebook guys because <laughs> i love it i love because facebook. like people are so emboldened to like literally put yeah, all their keyboard drama. warriors yeah and it's just so strange to me i don't understand it i get the shit talking behind the back i get the one-on-one confrontation taking off the earrings situation i get that yeah i don't get like i don't get like putting it out there on the internet in one form or fashion like I don't get it yeah even I though mean, we're, we're we're putting this out on the internet but yeah but like if you ask us to our Facebook like yeah we talked about it what's up like yeah. what do you want to talk about exactly <laughs> like we I don't like I if any of these people wanted to come and be like well why did you put it on the podcast of it because it was fun. Like, and have you ever listened shit? to our podcast? Right. We talk about everything that happens in the industry. Like, if we catch wind of it, it's going to be on the episode. Yeah. Like, that's what we do. It's shit on the we're, table. We're, we're not putting you or putting you in a certain light. No. We're not. You did. You guys all did that yourself. My, yeah. You and we're all, just putting it out there. We're just, we're just letting you know we saw. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We saw... And Which we just reported that there was drama between two influencers. Yeah. And, like, you guys can go and research that yourself. Um, I will put out there that both of these people may or may not have been on TV. Right? Oh. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know all the drama. Yeah. So, but speaking of drama, I forgot to even add this to our list. We were brought up in another grooming group. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, and I don't know what kind of light we were put in. I can't tell if it was negative. I mean... Or positive. But, like, let's get back to, like, how we're putting ourselves Oh, no, I don't care if it's negative. Like, Like, let it be negative. Like, I know we're not everybody's cup of tea because... But, no, it's like we don't paint our... Again, we don't paint ourselves in that kind of light No, we're definitely the outcasts in the industry. And that is for a reason because we don't we don't bow down to clicks. We're not clicky. Yeah. We want to be friends with everybody. Now, there are people that I don't like. I like everyone. But I'm kosher with you. I'm an adult. 
I can be in the same room as you. I can hold a conversation with you, but I'm not going to call you up on your fucking birthday. I'm not going to congratulate you. Like, I don't, I don't like you. Yeah. But anyways. And I'm completely different. I like everyone. Yeah, she's, she's nice. I, I can see people for who they are and I'm like, you're wasting my time. I keep small circles. Uh, Well, I do too, but I'm Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't, when, when there's all that bullshit around or there's all those different personalities those don't bother me. Those things don't bother me. I don't get that edgy feeling from somebody. Those things are... And they don't hype me up either. Like, I'm not like, oh, uh, yeah, this is great. Like, I'm so in love with that person. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not like that. I don't kiss ass. Yeah. I'm not I'm not for that. But well, I'm also... I should take that back. I kiss one person's ass in the industry. But that was... <laughs> 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 but that that's just because history has conditioned you to kiss that person's ass. That was like your first grooming. He was like my first idol. Grooming idol, yeah. He was my, like, detention. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> but anyways, so, um, but yeah, so yeah. We, and he's probably like the biggest asshole in the whole industry. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Definitely. Like, the worst person. Mm. I mean, he's, like, we don't know. We don't know that. Like, like he could be. I'm I just saying. I think there's a worse one than him. <laughs> I'm just going to say Kenchi. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the, you know, whatever. But anyway, so, yeah, we were brought up. And, and it was about our last episode, actually. What? About our last episode. That we were talking about the love groomer stuff. Yeah. And we were brought up in the group of another grooming podcast. Okay. uh, The Groom Pod. And this groomer had posted being like, hey, like, have you guys talked about this? And when I was reading her post, I was like, hey, we said all those things. She wasn't the one that was putting us on blast. Okay. Um, She was just posting in Groom Pod. Um, Groompod is much bigger than us. Groompod is a lot bigger, and they're, like, the way smarter version of us. Yeah. They're the ones that do, like, break down, like, the shampoo products and, like, listen to their podcast. It's so informational. This is, like, reality TV. It just numbs your brain. So, (laughs) like, they are so informational. Yeah. And so she was just posting, being like, have you guys talked about this? I think this would be a great topic. And so, but I was reading it, and I was like, hey, we said those things. And I was like, did she get this from our podcast? (laughs) Like, I'm so curious. And then, but she had, because someone was like, where'd you get this information from? And she was like, shit on the table, shit on the table to, like, all these people. And Susan was like, we're going to be talking about this and some misinformation. Oh. I like misinformation, too. Yeah, no, so I've been kind of, like, keeping an eye out to see what the misinformation was because we were getting all of our information from a single person. For sure. So there could be 100% misinformation, most likely, especially if we're, like, we've... We've said this before in our podcast that you need to take what we say with a grain of salt. We say that almost every other episode. Yes, 100%. We are here for speculation. We're here for fun. We're here to like... But yeah, if if the misinformation is still not in line with the justification of what they're doing, yeah, we could still boycott them. Yeah. But if not, 
Like we can I'm be not like, shopping hey. with them anymore. But hey, what's up? Like we're, we're, we're cool with being corrected. We've had groomers hit us up through being like, oh, well, it was actually this, and we're like, oh, thank you for telling us. Yeah. Now we never come back on here and like tell you and do like a correction corner, but because that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I we have no problem with being wrong. Well, that's not putting us on a blast or anything like no, that. No, not really. But it was just kind of fun. Like, I was reading it and just being like, I like that. I like that podcast too much. And if they're like... Oh. If they, they could it, talk shit about us yeah, and still listen to their podcast. And yeah. If they're like, yeah, those two bitches over there are <laughs> trash. This is really what's they're happening. They're not wrong. That's the thing. Like, I know. <laughs> like, if they were to say that, I'd be, I'd probably go on their post and be like, dude, you're not wrong. Like, Th- Thanks we, for the shout out. Right? Thank you for the shout out. Like we've said this a thousand times on our podcast this is a trash podcast yeah not we're not saying trash as if we don't have confidence in our podcast or we don't have confidence in like the things that we say or choose to talk about but we created it to be a trash podcast because that is what differentiates differentiates us from all the other podcasts because they're so informative yeah and we even said that we had only one source yeah and everybody saw the same source yeah so we're just talking about what everybody else saw. Yeah. Like, we don't have, like, a magic wand. We're not friends with people in I high know. places. Yeah, those high place people, you can come and talk to us. Right? We could be your friends. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, that was... But it's, When we created this podcast, that was our niche, is that there is so much information out there that there isn't a podcast that really makes people laugh or just talk shit with you guys, shares your guys' stories that is literally on your level. And so, listen, this gr- is your level. We're at your level. Yeah. The grooming world is essentially, like, if you look outwardly in, it's kind of boring. Yeah. And, but, and I'm not saying that, like, drama makes things exciting. It I, does. I, okay, well, to you it does. <laughs> it does 100%. I love drama. <laughs> Um, but I'm not saying, like, we should add drama or we should be about no. that drama. And Well, we can be about it, but we don't have to add it. Yeah, for sure. Don't take me down. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> Vanessa. But it's true, though. Like, if you look outward outward in our... And we're like, no, this is a really exciting industry. We work with live animals. There's things about, like, our bodies that change. Yeah. Like, our perspectives change about the world. There's On so the many surface. interesting... Yeah, there's so many interesting characters. So, yeah, we're just trying to make light of those, like, positive things that are just, like, eccentric in our in our little grooming society. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, when you have a group of people, and it is very true, the grooming world is very clicky. So Like, clicky. once it's, like, three master groomers that are, like, competing together, or they become friends, or they, like, do, a, like, a project together or something, it's, like, they're their own camp. Yeah. And then they only cater to the groomers that follow them or train with them or teach them. And it becomes like team this, team that, team, you know, like, I didn't know Twilight kind of, you know. Oh, yeah. Twilight, team Edward, you're team, either team Edward or team Jacob. Okay. I saw Twilight in my late 20s. I and hate it was to like, admit, I, I'm a little bit of a Twilight freak. I was not. I absolutely hated it. Oh, I hate Twilight. And you the movies know, are trash. You want to know why I watched Twilight? Why? Because my husband 
was talking to his friend about Twilight. And his friend was like, you've never seen Twilight? It's awful. So he got so curious. He's like, Vanessa, I hate to do this, but we have to... I have to know. I have to know what it's about. (laughs) So we sat down one night and watched all three fucking episodes or movies of Twilight. And at the end, I was literally having a fit in my apartment. I am a grown woman. I was never about any of that. And I was just like, ugh, this was the worst idea. And I can't let him live it down to this day. So if you're listening, Chris, just so you know, you made me watch Twilight. Twilight is so problematic. It is. But that's the thing. Is like, But it's so bad. Robert Patterson or Peterson, whatever the fuck, is such a horrible actor. He's and, gotten better. Okay, he's only been good in one movie. And it's because he paid a sexual freak, nasty pedophile, best role for him. What movie are you talking about? It's with Tom Holland on Netflix. And Tom Holland was amazing. I loved seeing him out of like this light that Disney portrays. And it was a dark movie. It was fucking great. You would, I think you would like it. But Tom Holland is... Or not Tom Holland. Uh, Robert Patterson is this nasty priest. Like, nasty. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that movie. It's so good. I've been watching Coco Melon for... A month straight. So yeah. we'll watch it. He, Robert Patterson actually was phenomenal in this movie, mm-hmm. but I think gross rules are perfect for him. Yeah, no, I've only he seen seems him. like a nasty person. <laughs> I've only <laughs> seen him in like serious roles, and I like that. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Yes, like we always do. But we're I'm talking about like do we have do we have to be so clicky? Like obviously don't. But obviously these clicky things and like and like that's what starts the drama mm-hmm. in the first place and we're fucking fueling it i know <laughs> <laughs> but like do we need to yeah okay well we that's do like but y'all don't like i don't know no we wouldn't be fueling it if we didn't have a podcast yeah for sure no but we have to we're just informing you of the ongoings of the industry like justification much okay first of all people can't see the sarcasm on your eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's just fun like in high school I was always the outcast. And, like, I kind of didn't have a specific group. No, I take that back. I did have a specific group, but wasn't necessarily my specific group. We just did drugs and, like, partied. But I had, like, a whole bunch of other groups that, like, if, say, my specific group was hanging out with other people, I could go to another group and, like, hang out. And so that's the kind of person that I've always been. But... I've never really been intertwined into a group. So I've always been the outsider who looked in and like can see all like the ongoings and get to enjoy other people's dramas, but never really had my own personal drama. I had drama once in high school and the chick actually ran into me into a bathroom and apologized because like apparently she was high on drugs, like hardcore drugs that she shouldn't have been doing her freshman year and like it was a really sad situation and she apologized and I was like oh it was cool like that was like a year ago bro like I don't even remember which I did because this girl was huge she was tall and like towered over me and like so she shoulder chucked me I guess and on accident and I was like oh excuse you just like excuse you like you fucking hit me like I wasn't like trying to be like let's throw down 
but like hey like watch where you're going you know type thing and I kept walking and she's like what the fuck and she came up to me that day in lunch and like I'm sitting down and like just kind of like twisted because she poked me on the back and she's like what the fuck was that comment about and I was like what are you talking about and she's like the excuse me comment I was like oh you hit me I was just saying hey like watch out she's like yeah you want to fight and she had like this tiny little girl behind her that like I could easily take her but I can't take this chick (laughs) and I was like what do you mean and like I'm talking to like these people that I just met and I'm like shitting myself inside but like the one thing that my biological mom like always told me is like just have crazy eyes (laughs) okay like nobody wants to fight the person with crazy eyes and just like be bold in right like you know what you're doing I don't know it actually worked and so she's like you want to fight and I was like yeah let's go like let's fucking do this and she was like thought about it for a second and she's like nah like I'll catch you later and I was like come on come on and she was like no and like walked away with her crew (laughs) and my friends were like what the fuck just happened like we're all kind of nerdy you know like this chick was kind of like scary (laughs) and they're like were you gonna fight her I was like no I was shitting myself I was scared to death that girl would have pummeled me like I would have died today (laughs) like I wouldn't have been here tomorrow I like how you tell that story and I am just picturing two groomers (laughs) that's exactly what it is yeah (laughs) but yeah like that's the grooming world in a nutshell they just like pretend to fight and then they don't actually fight and it's like let's do some death match let's bring that show back for groomers. Oh, the celebrity death match? Yeah. <laughs> but not in claymation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just hilarious. I love seeing all of that shit on Facebook. Like, I love reading the drama. Like, I love it. I fucking hate Facebook. I love it. I love... That's, like, why I'm on there. I pretty much just lurk and read in the grooming... Like... I'll chime in sometimes if people are really being nasty for no reason. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes, like, that stupid petty drama that people do, I'm just like... It's not, a, it's not my place to be involved in it. Yeah. I'm like, that's funny. But, like, if someone's being a bully, I always step in. Yeah. But... So that was kind of that with that, I guess, if you kept up. It was just funny drama that two groomers were having, two influencers... Yeah, I guess you could say we're having over speculation. Well, I can't say speculation because he said that he actually got wind. Like, the people he was saying these things to actually called him or messaged him and was like, hey, you should know this. So. But. (sighs) See, my thing is, is that I'm a fucking adult. And when you talk shit about adults, usually it's, like, something real bad, right? But, like, what if it's not? What if it's something so stupid and bogus and everybody blew up over something stupid, bogus, and petty? Because, like you said, we all talk shit. And it's all petty, like, just small, minute things that yeah. are, really mean nothing. What if it's something good? Then it's good, right? But, I like, unless, I don't know. I don't know if I would have called and been like, hey, so-and-so is talking about you. Like, that's so high school. 
Yeah, but what if it's like again, like what if he's saying something that's just completely outlandish or so, if it so was, detrimental and damaging to somebody? Then I would say something. Yeah, and then definitely. But if it was like, oh hey, this dude likes to sleep with bums and give him blowjobs, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that <laughs> worthy of calling that person? No, but like if it was detrimental to their career, yeah, then I think yeah, I would say something. Be like, hey, you should know. But, I don't know. And then I could see why you wouldn't put that, like, highlight that situation. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to add more. Yeah. You don't want to detriment your career. Yourself. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes there's truth in things that people say. Whether it's 100% true or they're embellishing the truth. Like, you never know. Yeah. So, I'm curious to know what was said. Like that, we'll never know. I'm curious to know, and I will observe through your lens <laughs> um, how it pans out. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. Like everything is getting back I into like know what love is. everything's getting back to more of a, a normal thing. People are going to compete. Where shows are going to happen, yeah. classes are going to be taught. And then people don't know how to act anymore since coming out of COVID quarantine. Oh, I know. It's I, delightful. I'm like <laughs> so nervous. Like you don't even understand how much anxiety I have just thinking about going to a convention or even just taking classes. Like my anxiety is so fucking high just being at Target. You know, I didn't think I would have anxiety because I haven't really changed the dynamics of my life through COVID other than we didn't go out and do extracurricular activities. Yeah. Just grocery shopping, work, and that was kind of it, and then podcasting. Yeah. But when when I went and met Ciara at um, MGM, that was the first time stepping foot in a casino. Yeah. In a year. I was shitting myself. Yeah. Because of the lack of care that people had. There were children, there was smoking, there was no masks, lack of masks. And, like, you're supposed to be wearing a mask, but some people weren't. And, like, I was just like, holy fucking shit. And then I finally got to, like, the restaurant areas, and it was empty. But I was like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have come. I'm so nervous. I ended up having a blast, but, like, I was having a fucking meltdown walking through MGM. That's how I was when I went to South Point, which is, like, a shitty... um, local casino with my friend we went to go like play the slot machines and that was the first time in like two years i've ever i have gambled um and then i went to a bar which was like completely like there's only like five or six people there and there's like a, a limit to who can be there anyway so that wasn't too bad but it's just like like you said i didn't necessarily i you know what i don't want to say i didn't change the dynamic of my household because when we were like doing extracurricular activities we were doing it in such a like we were hiking and or we were it wasn't places where there was an abundance of people no we weren't doing the club thing we weren't doing the crowded bar situation we weren't doing like we were doing appropriate things that you can do in a pandemic yeah and so like and that takes a lot of stress off so yeah i'm i'm already shitting myself thinking about these things yeah yeah i'll get over it though same z's because i want to go back to normal life so now all you guys we're gonna go into like the normal situations that we had pre-covid but with like 
psychopathic tendencies. Yes. Strained anxiety disorders. Yes. Um, awkward, like, conversations. So basically all the things that we already do. But, like, heightened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how, how like... cool everyone is. Yeah, because, like, we're kind of used to that already. And then there's because other people yeah. who aren't, like, extroverts. They're not used to this. So they're going to be, like, bouncing off the walls. And it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then, like, one more thing that we kind of wanted to touch on was... Um, more drama. <sighs> there was, unfortunately, another death um, at a big chain uh, with a 12-year-old poodle. And I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think, PetSmart, you're supposed to... Use the groomer's helper on every dog now. That's that's how it is at Petco and as well as Petco. Okay, so yeah, apparently with that they were you know following policy, but then I guess it wasn't used being used like a hundred percent correctly. So I read the I read an article, and it seems like not all the articles are the same. No, and they're like, all different. They're all different, and it seems like even worse speculation than our own podcast for all of these news, you know, but fucking this, places. But the thing is, though, is that there's four arrests. There are. Or four this. charges being brought to, or charges being brought to four groomers. Yes. Which so, I'm like, how is that possible? When exactly. I think there was only two people holding the dog. So are they charging, like, the whole salon? Exactly. And then why isn't, like, the store yeah like why the corporation being like, held responsible yeah, why aren't they the corporation being held which responsible? is scary because they should technically be protected i think like they're reimbursing the person a yeah. new dog basically they they do what they always do they replace the dog yeah. the value of the dog or whatever they'll like oh we'll, we'll help you search and get a new puppy yeah and of course that's not how grieving or it's not how that works it's not how yeah that's not how it works um and the person whose dog died was an nfl reporter yeah so, so like you never suing. You, you never know like whose dogs you have on the table but it seems i don't know like i don't like always blaming the groomer for situations i like to be partial but in my perspective with using a groomer's helper i don't use it often i only use it for short periods of time um and if the dog is thrashing it doesn't with matter. the groomer's helper yeah. i don't use it and usually those things don't get done if i can't do it safely yeah and so what it sounds like is this 12 year old dog wasn't able or wasn't the groomer's helper wasn't being used properly or the dog was thrashing, so someone had to hold the dog, which, with the groomer's helper still connected, yeah. and caused... And then the dog was under stress, which could have caused a heart attack. And the dog died. So, the article that I read, again, they're all fucking different. They all are. Basically, the article that I read, it was the moment that they put the the lead on, or the the, the one on the neck grooming noose whatever that's awful bad context but loop grooming loop the moment they put the grooming loop on the dog the dog freaked out yeah right and at one point it was like 
hanging from itself, like on the just the loop. So they attached it to the groomer helper, and the they explained that a vet had explained that the neck was hyperextended. The only way to hyperextend the neck with a groomer helper is to hike up the loop as well as the the helper. So like, if the dog's level, the the groomer's helper should be right at its neck line from when it's standing, and they just hiked it up. Yeah, the groomer's helper should never be over its, I guess you could say clavicle bone, or wherever. Yeah, it's just supposed to keep the dog just still and standing and facing forward, but it's not, yeah. it's not gonna, it's not supposed to stop the dog from thrashing. So, yeah. it's supposed the, to keep the head from biting you. Yes, from coming back back at you <laughs> yes the dogs can still barrel roll in those things and yeah and they, it's unsafe obvi yeah so and if i can't use a groomer's helper the way it's supposed to be used then yeah it's you don't get to use it yes yeah, and then the and dog simple. should just go home but that's not what happened um i guess there was more people involved they think that like i don't know i remember working for corporate and they said if you have to use more than two groomers at a time to help secure a dog, the, dog, the dog should not be there. Home. But I'm starting to think, like, if it doesn't feel right, the dog should just go home. Yeah. That's the... Honestly, that is where I think it's heading. And... Because it, mm-hmm. any little... I shouldn't say any little thing, but anything that does go wrong now, groomers... It's being heightened yeah. by owners. Yeah. And then they it's, backlash us on Instagram, on Facebook. Yeah. And then if a dog dies, then your ass is literally grass. Yeah, you're done in this industry. Completely done. And it, they don't put into, you know... They're not talking I, to the groomers and, about this Exactly. Stuff. And I'm not, I'm not here... I'm not going to defend the groomers because I don't know. I'm not going to defend the groomers. I don't know. But I want to defend, like, the environment in a sense that, like, you are pressured to get every dime. Every fucking dime. Yeah, in a corporate You're not industry. supposed to... Even though they have policies that state you shouldn't do this dog or you shouldn't do that, that's not what the feeling is. That's not how it they make you feel when they start telling you what your numbers yeah. need to be. So, yeah, you're going to take... They're telling you without telling you you need to take anything yeah. and everything. On top of that, you're still working with live animals. There's always going to be risks involved. You can't navigate each and every single signal that a dog gives you you are not like we're working with animals yeah we're working with animals and we're not like we're not veterinarians we're working with coats we're stylists we style the dogs Mm -hmm. and so like yeah i mean we should push for more training and we should make sure that we are getting a better education overall in our industry but that's not what PetSmart and Petco provides. No. And, like, they say that you're not allowed to do aggressive dogs anymore. Like, it's part of your policy that aggressive dogs have to go home. Like, if they show any sign. So, how come that wasn't followed here, though, is my question. Because th- is is thrashing and, like, a dog having a fit considered aggressive if they're not outwardly biting you or outwardly acting aggressive towards you versus towards the equipment? That's still... They don't specify that. So exactly. I think it, yeah. should, it would have been a blanket statement. If the dog is trying to bite for brushing and it's not necessarily attacking you, but it's attacking that brush, 
then that dog should go home. Right? Like, these owners need to learn a lesson here. And, like, when... And so the state that this is happening in, um, I can't remember the state, but they're already putting together a bill to regulate. Yeah, you already had Bijou's Law in, what, New Jersey? Yeah, Yeah. I don't think that went through, though. And here's the thing. They're not talking to And then you also have in Texas, too, like, that one county in Texas. Yeah. That's already starting regulation. But they're not talking to groomers about this. They're not. They're not asking the groomers for assistance with any of these bills. So you're kind of getting, like, bogus shit in there. Yeah. And so... They're not even talking to vets half the time either. No. And so, as an industry, we kind of just have to stop taking in dogs who aren't necessarily... Like, dogs who are too scared to be groomed because they thrash... Or they keep urinating or defecating on themselves. They have to go home now. You know, because if anything happens to those dogs, you're li- you're going to be sued. You're going to be arrested. Yeah. Now then... Let's face it. Incessant barking. Incessant done. barking. Oh, dog- I just saw a video of a mobile groomer. Mm-hmm. This gentleman was banging on her door. Wasn't even the owner. The dog was barking. She showed a video of the dog. The dog was fine. He's just a barker, just like the one that I do. This a talker. He barks the whole time. And, you know, he's banging on the door, and he's, like, telling them, you're hurting that dog. They didn't open it, thank God. Um, but the wind, her window was open. Yeah. And he's like, I know you're hurting that dog. Like, you're quicking those nails, blah, 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 blah. And, like, was verbally assaulting them. And I believe he got racist with them. I can't remember 100%. And just, like, hella scary, you know, because they're not doing anything to this dog. But then, what if he called the cops? Yeah. You know, now the cops are involved. And, like, just, it's scary times for groomers because, unfortunately, there are bad apples in our industry who ruin it for people who try to keep it safe or who don't push certain boundaries. And, like, so now excessive barking you probably have to send the dog home because you never know yeah and then you have a highly aggressive dog can't do that dog anymore even though it's matted and probably needs help but it's just showing its scaredness through aggression can't do that dog anymore and then even taking on severely matted dogs can't do that dog anymore because guess what we get sued for rashes or if there's things that we didn't notice. Yeah, and why do we're constantly having to cover our asses and like the seats that we sit on? Like we literally have to have I have five contracts. Yeah. Our regular agreement, senior dog agreement, yeah. matted dog agreement, shave down release form. There's so many things that we have to cover. But that doesn't always work. It doesn't. It doesn't always work because it's we still get trashed online. Mm -hmm. A contract can be one thing, and it could be one thing to you and one thing to the owner, and it also can be one thing to a a judge. Like a judge could dictate something differently based on what he reads and how he defines that contract. Yeah, and that is a problem. And like. You're right. We need to be a step ahead of this. We need we're we're constantly pushed back and like 
called to be individuals in our little grooming world. Like, you can only be, you have to, like, just take care of yourself. And you should. You should take care of yourself 100%. But we do need to be ahead of the game. If they're going to make regulations on us, they're going to regulate our industry, and they're going to do a shit job of it by not taking into consideration professionals, not talking to groomers who have been in this industry for a very long time, who are, you know, considered an educator or, you know, a specialist in their field, not taking into consideration, like, we are working with live animals, there's risks involved, not talking to the vets and the veterinarian technicians that have to deal with the dogs that are going to be on the aggressive side that may need sedation. They're not talking oh, to yeah, them. Oh, yeah, that's another one. You can't take dogs with sedation if you don't work in a vet. Exactly. Like, that's too much of a risk. Exactly. So, like, they're not talking to these people. They're talking to the owners who have been affected by mm-hmm. shit groomers or accidents that have happened. They're talking to the owners. They're talking to people who are incensed by the actions of these shit groomers and have like I wouldn't this, say shit groomers. I would, I would say, say but uneducated. I, like I, said, I, and I like I did say shit groomers and accidents. So like let's say let's face it. A lot of a lot of the things that we have read have been like, okay, this is an accident. This is 100% an accident. Yeah, and then there are some cases where it's clear abuse. Exactly. You know, so... I'm sorry. There's shit. I know. And I'm you trying know. to rally right now. I know, and it's so hard because it's like, even though... This is, this is a thing that we have. We can rally together. We can be supportive. We can put... Um, verbal awareness to this situation and yeah but we can, we can come we can come and we can create a bill like we can ask for assistance on how to create a bill ourselves i honestly think we need to and get ahead of it i honestly think we need to unionize and the reason why i think we need to unionize is that if you have a strong union a lot of times unions can provide a lot of information education behind those bills because obviously collectively a union a union can present a bill and that could go into law and blah 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 so like as a union as a groomers union or as like a pet advocate union or a pet handlers union if we all come together collectively unionize so that way we have our regulations we have our grooming standards we have our handling standards in other fields and stuff like that and we have our requirements we can also then provide as a union insurance business insurance all these things yeah we're gonna have to pay into it but we're protected we can feel that sense of protection so when these fucking um articles come out that are there's 12 articles they're all fucking different they'll always get it right because we have our groomers back we have our vet techs back we have our pet handlers back because we are informed and we can go legally the route that we need to take there is protection i'm sorry i'm saying it right now we need to unionize (laughs) that's probably the best thing and the thing is though is i think vegas i don't know how to start a union i know know. we would have to come together we would have to try and get funds and we would have to sit down with a union lawyer yeah and that's how you start it yeah and at least get the guidelines on how to start for sure and i think it would be i think vegas i think our city would be a really good (laughs) 
I was about to say placebo. You remember when our mayor was like, let Vegas be a placebo for she just wanted to kill us uh, with COVID. Right. Um, but no, I think we would be a good stepping stone because there are so many grooming salons in such a small condensed area. Yeah. And we have two very strong unions in town um, that we could look at and take what, you know, Take what we can. Because they have influenced laws, like actual laws here in Vegas, local laws. And, um, Well, yeah. I put that post out. I did. Yeah. Trying to be like, hey, we talked about this a year ago before COVID hit, getting together and, cre- like, having some sort of meeting and trying to figure this out. Because I believe there was a death a year ago as well. And so here we are a year later. Yeah. Now things are opening up. Like, let's start this conversation before shit starts to hit the fan here in Nevada. Yeah. Like, why not? And I'm not opposed to union. I don't really care which route we go, whether it's full-blown bill regulated or a union. Like, I don't care. I think something needs to be in place. Yes. I think a union only because if you have the full-blown bill and the regulations and all that other jazz, you don't have that middleman to keep that... I don't want to say there's, I mean, obviously r- the lawmakers are going to be the enforcers, but you don't have people in the middle to actually define it in like physical terms. Yeah. So that's what. I mean, I'm fine with either route. We would have to talk to a lawyer and yeah. figure out what's best for our industry. I and guess we should go to WikiHow. <laughs> right? <laughs> WikiHow to start a union. <laughs> But I don't know. But I think it's like an idea that like we should really put out there. And I'm trying. I put up. A, I I'll put another post out there. But it, people in it's it's a really weird environment right now, and I don't understand it because it's like people act so tight knit. I think everybody's. Not. I think honestly, think everybody's on the verge of closing down. Why? I don't think that. <laughs> I think we're tired. Yeah. Well, no, I'm in town. I know. I don't get it. (laughs) Everybody has a shop. Every single person has a shop. Every single groomer in town has their own shop. And they all are hiring. No, I don't agree with that statement because I think it's actually a lot of groomers are going out on their own for mobile. Because I see a lot more new mobile vans coming out. And I think that's great. I think people are tired of working. For other people. For other people. Yeah. They want to make the most money that they can, and mobile is really the way to go. Like, I was telling Harvey, like, I've dropped down to four dogs, but with my price hike and price corrections, I'm making what I made doing five to six dogs a day. Yeah. And that's the problem, though, is, like, if you're doing mobile, like, if you're working for yourself, and there's obviously going to be a cap on how many dogs you can do physically. Yeah. And not... Like, that's why I'm not worried with all yeah. these new people. Yeah. And then there's also a cap on income depending on your prices. Yeah. So it just all depends on what you want to make. I want to make money. Yeah. But anyways, we should do stories. Okay. Let's do stories. Alrighty. Which we need more stories, guys. We didn't get one email in the last two weeks. I'm slightly offended. We got a lot of messages, though. We did. Yeah. Yeah. We did. We did get a lot of love. I super appreciate that. Like... You have no idea. I always say this. I think almost every episode. It's just like, you guys send us messages, and I'm horrible with Instagram. 
I'm more on Facebook. Um, but the love that you guys send us is amazing. Like, just keep up the good work, you say, or I love your podcast. I'm binging it. I'm new. And we have been getting a lot of likes, a lot of new new listeners. And it. I never thought that people would actually love us. I thought we'd always be mediocre and be like, I like you. You guys are cool. We still are mediocre. <laughs> but thanks for the love. <laughs> right? And, like, people tell us, like, you actually touch my life. Like, the way you said that and the way you looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I never thought that we would get that kind of feedback. And that's really, like, what keeps us going. Like, yeah, we were just talking about how we're so tired. Well, yeah. Well, I'm tired because, like, things are sucking the soul out of me. But I'm just not excited. Yeah. It'll go away. I get in my phases. Well, you're being overworked, for one. That's just life, man. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, so we love it. I love hearing all the love. And, like... Tell us... You can tell... Send us your good stories, too. Just how something beautiful and great about this industry or great about your job brightens your day. Any story. Anything that has to do with grooming. Like, it could be... About love and grooming. It could be sad and grooming. Did you meet anybody working in grooming? Oh, yeah. I know there's marriages that happened from, like, customers. Like, tell us how your love story started with a customer. And then I'll tell you how mine turned into a stalker. (laughs) Like. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, send us anything. We asked for ghost stories and we got one. So if you have more ghost stories, I'm really into paranormal right now. So send us, like ghost zombie stories poltergeist shit oh my god shadow people in your salon like send whatever like what you know what just send us fucking whatever story i have to house it for stacia for like two three weeks where are they all going she's got like four people that live in that house um half the house is going to california and she's gonna go to ohio for her sister's pregnancy I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to do, like, your own little ghost adventure. No. That's too real. I'm, I've been digging paranormal on my screen. <laughs> that's as far as I go. I, I don't actually want to participate. Until Stacia's on TV. Then I will go and support her TV show and get my five seconds of fame because it's going to be her best and worst episode. And then that will be it. Oh, it's I. I just want to be there just to watch because I, I knew you were made for, like those prank shows. Yes. I knew you were made for them. Yeah. The moment we went to, um, what is it called, the haunted museum, and I just played that juicy prank on you. That clown maze was the worst fucking thing. No, when we, when we were standing next to John Shaw, and he oh was yeah, you made the whole thing like he stopped performing. Like, what the fuck just happened over there? Because <laughs> she thought she was having a paranormal experience, <laughs> and I just touched her leg, <laughs> and I screamed so loud. Yeah, I was I was peeing myself, and then I figured out what happened, and I was like, "You're a fucking whore," something like that. Yeah, hella loud, and he was like, "What the." Yeah. It was all caught on camera, too, because they have security yeah. cameras. Yep. Uh, yep. That's, that's, a, that's one for gold. All right. So we have um, one, two, 
one from I just want to just double check to see if she said I could say her name she doesn't say but I'm just gonna say her first name say my name say my name why you acting shady and calling me baby all right thanks Rebecca all right let's get (laughs) it welcome all right the subject is embarrassed dog so there's this chunky shih tzu that I groomed like five times now and he has always come to me uh, except one time he went to another groomer because I wasn't there. His mom will not let me take much off of him because he gets embarrassed if he gets too short. Oh my god, I actually just heard my client say that yesterday. I know, it's weird. Like, it changes his, her personality. <laughs> Bitch, no it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyways, the last time I groomed him, his legs were mat- uh, matted pretty bad on the inside, so I had to shave those mats out. I made it to where it wouldn't be so noticeable. The mom seemed happy, but when she picked up uh, the mom seemed happy when she picked up. Well, about a week and a half later, she comes to the store when I'm not here and tells my coworker she's very unhappy with the groom and that I missed a paw pad. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's my fault, but it's not a huge deal, okay? <laughs> right. She said, I know he was matted, but she could have done a better job still and was just going on about on about ragging on me. So I'm like, how can I make your dog look better if you won't let me do an all-over even shave to match the inside of the legs? Because he'll get embarrassed. Impossible. Exactly. You literally couldn't even tell unless you actually lifted his leg up a leg up and looked. Anyway, she wanted to come in for a bath for the uh, other groomer and not me. So today her appointment was at 11 and the other groomer was bathing her dog in the back. So when she came up, with her dog, I said, hi, you had an appointment at 11? She said, yes, but, um, um, I need to get it, I need to reschedule. I just got a call, I have to reschedule. And, and I said, okay, that's fine, when did you want to reschedule for? Um, um, and kind of looked down at the ground to think, and she was like, well, I'll just have to give you a call later. I just got a call from a friend that's coming in, so I have to make the, I can't make this appointment. After she literally showed up with her dog on time to the appointment. So it was obviously a lie. I never said I was going to be the one grooming her dog. Because I wasn't. So she did She out. just hate me that much to come to her appointment and leave because I'm sitting here. LOL. Just because I shaved Matt's out from the inside of the dog's leg. I hope you enjoy my first story. Wow. What? Like. People are weird. People are hella fucking weird. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that shit. What a bitch. You know, people are weird. People are obnoxious. And I've come to find out it's their honest way of firing themselves. Yeah. So, like... Hopefully they never return. It's... I think it was, like, a, you won't... I think the headache left. Yeah. For you as well as that probably the other groomer. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You dodged a bullet. Uh, yeah. An embarrassed one. <laughs> God, I swear, people are so fucking weird. Right? Okay, so we have one from Alyssa. Um, It's a Tibetan breeder. That's the subject. First, I have to say that your podcast has changed so much of my life. Aw, thanks. (laughs) Love it, thank you. Let me start uh, the story with some background info. I started grooming as a bather for my mom when I was 16 at a small pet store in a not-so-small town in Missouri. I always knew I wanted to work with dogs, and I thought I wanted to be a vet tech and started working as a veterinary assistant at an animal hospital when I was about 19 years old. 
I decided to start learning how to groom as a part-time groomer, working on Fridays and every other Saturdays. My mom and I have always been able to get along well, so having her as my teacher wasn't bad for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) after working for the clinic for seven years, I realized that tech work was not for me. Believe it or not... Um, but it's even more grueling and time consuming than being a groomer. I believe it. What is vet tech? Ooh. Yeah, and you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. For all that fucking work. Yeah, people just use and abuse you. And you get bit by dogs. And peed on more and shit on more and vomited on more. I know. Like you and get the worst of the worst. That's you're not seeing their dog at the best. Yeah. At least we kind of see the dog at the medium best. Yeah, because we make them the best. Yeah, and you're seeing them at their worst, and it's so sad. Yeah. Because you're just trying to help, but they don't understand. I know. And then they when, just want to bite you. When they're happy dogs, you have to give them shots. Yeah, and then they're like, rah, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so it was literally all I could do. So I quit my job at the clinic and started working with my mom full-time at the pet store. We recently found your podcast and for the first time in eight years have raised our prices. Nice. Wow. Eight years? Yeah. Wow. Good for you. We were for real those people only charging $35. <gasps> oh my God. For Please small tell me dogs. You hiked them up like at eight years worth. It's for small dogs such as Shih Tzus, Maltese, and Yorkies. Please stop yelling, Vanessa. <laughs> she wrote that. <laughs> I feel like I just got called out so hard. Oh my god, it's so hard. <laughs> and you know what? I was even yelling at you. Even funnier. <laughs> I wasn't even yelling. I was trying to be nice. But you know what? Now I'm going to yell at you. <laughs> we heard you guys, and we are starting to finally know our worth. Good. We've also been 10.99 since we started no. at the shop. The shop was just bought from the previous own- owner who recently passed away from breast cancer. Oh. She had struggled with the business, and so we never pushed. Uh, to be an employee. Now that the shop has a new owner and we were talking or taking your guys' advice, we are about to kick rocks from the shop now since the new owner says she cannot afford to pay us as employees. Yes, I know it's stupid. I've had many conversations with her about how things should be ran, but she has pretty much ignored me about it. I am proud to say that my mom and I are going to pull the plug and start our own grooming business. Well, good for you. Yeah, we are in the process of uh, getting started, so we will. We are still at the pet store. Anyway, you guys have inspired us to know our worth and become a badass boss bitches that we know we are. We love the podcast so much. I can't wait to hear what y'all have to say about this. The emoji got me, dude. You have no idea. <laughs> That's, That's wonderful. awesome. Keep yep. us posted. I hope you guys really do yeah. open up your salon. Like when you, f- the first day, just let me know how you feel. Yeah. No, actually, don't let me know how you feel the first day because you guys are happy on the first day. Let me know how you feel about like three years in. <laughs> I want to know both. I want the best. I want the best and worst of it. Yeah. That's so awesome. But $35 though. Yeah. Well, That's... I mean, it's good for you for raising your prices and how much you know... did you raise them though? I have to know. <laughs> Was it eight years worth? Was it eight years she worth? She said stop yelling, Vanessa. <laughs> I'm not yelling. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. But that's awesome. Like, that's really cool that you have a great relationship with your mom. Yeah, that's good. I envy you. I kind of do, too. I got mom issues. <laughs> I, have, I have both issues. All right, so let's get on about So do this. I. I got daddy issues, too. <laughs> AJ. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> 
I love you, Harvey. <laughs> it was it was difficult to uh, on deciding what story I wanted to send to y'all, but this one is fairly recent, and I'm sure I'll get a lot of four-letter words from y'all with this one. <laughs> so this March, we got I a feel phone. like they think they know us. <laughs> they do, because we put it all out there. Like, <laughs> we do. Yeah. Whatever. So this March, we got a phone call from a lady that's just, um, let's just go ahead and call her Karen. My brand new receptionist, Tara, who was actually the new owner's 17-year-old daughter, brings a phone and books to the back where we groom. She explains that there is a lady on the phone who has 10 dogs. Oh, yes. That's insane. 10 dogs on the phone that is wanting to schedule. At and this time, discount. we are extremely busy and, and the books are full out for a full month. Tara or Tara tells me that Karen told her that she had been here before, <laughs> but that it had been a while since she was in. So I was, was it thinking, like nine dogs ago. Jesus Christ, you are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking it was the other client that just uh, that owned just as many dogs between her and her daughter that we hadn't seen in a while. That lady had all small dogs. Anyway, uh, as to not have any confusion with Tara talking to the client, I took the phone and asked her in my most convincing customer service voice. (laughs) Hi, this is Alyssa. How can I help you? Karen answers by giving me her name and telling me that she needs to have her seven Tibetan Mastiffs groomed. They are all very... Man, uh, very well mannered and good dogs. So they're uh, bad. Do not raise vicious dogs. <laughs> they're bad. When can you get them in? Naturally, I was caught off guard by this. I'm thinking, who the fuck has seven Tibetan mastiffs? <laughs> a, a bad breeder, maybe. <laughs> she continues by saying that we used to groom all of her dogs many years ago. And I wouldn't remember her because I probably wasn't there when she brought her dogs here. You're like, bitch, I'm the owner. My mom was the first (laughs) groomer here, and I started as her bather on the first day. I think I would know if we we groomed any Tibetans, which we haven't. Here's where I know I made the wrong decision, but whatever... Uh, you live and you learn. I tell Karen our first available day to groom her dogs. I tell her that her dogs will take up all of our day. And between me and my mom, we decided to do four a day. So two each. I tell Karen that our Tibetan price is 200 per dog. Nice. Karen is a little shocked by the price and makes a little comment. Oh, wow. That's a bit much. I think to myself, hun, you have 10 dogs. Seven of them I know were not cheap. Karen keeps on saying that she also has a Commodore, a Poodle, and a Golden Doodle. So she has all different to groom dogs. She explains that the Commodore is very matted and she doesn't do carding on her, but she has her shape periodically. She goes on and on about how she is a Tibetan breeder and doesn't breed vicious dogs and they are all well taken care of. Red flag. Red flag. She just moved back this way and needs to find a new groomer. Can you be that groomer? So many red flags. Let me just say that I was really excited to see and groom a Tibetan for the first time. So I scheduled all of the dogs for 
Um, so I scheduled all of her dogs for as soon as possible, three of the Tibetans and the doodle for the first day. Then the next day would be just the Commodore and the poodle because we were taking an easy day to, to my brother's wedding being that weekend. My mom gives me a lot of shit the whole month for being a sucker and accepting these dogs. Fast forward a month and a day, uh, fast forward a month to the day of the Tibetan grooms. Um, Karen is due at 9.15 with her dogs. It's 9.30 and she finally calls. She explains that she's only a few minutes away and will be there shortly. She says, I'm sorry, I'm late, but it's not easy transporting four big dogs. One well, of them then is, you start your day early. Right? One, one <laughs> of them... Respect my time. Mm, <laughs> one of them is a puppy. You can hear her in the background. Not my um, problem. <laughs> will it cost $200 if they don't have the real Tibetan coat? Because... Only one of them has the real Tibetan coat. Yada, yes. yada, yada. Yes, it will. I tell her we will talk more when you get here. It's now 945 and Karen finally shows up. I'm watching through the window as she starts getting out her Tibetans. The puppy gives me hope that this isn't going to be a bad day. She's more the size of a shepherd and has that coat type as well. The second comes out and it is the doodle. Black doodle that is about 60 pounds. She and her son bring them inside, and she tells me her husband is bringing the other two. He is right behind her. At this point, I'm thinking this lady doesn't really know what kind of dog she has, but boy, was I wrong. We, we talk to her and tell her her puppy would not be the 200, but can't give her a price. Cannot give her a price on the other dogs until we see them. Dad shows up with the other two Tibetans after Karen already leaves. By now, it is after 10. He brings in the male and female. The male is very large. And a big bone, but his coat is also more like a shepherd's. The female is the reason why groomers do not want to groom Tibetans. She is a giant, and her coat is very thick. She looks like the vicious picture on Google with the Tibetan on the chain foaming at the mouth. Barking. What have I gotten myself into? Naturally, since I took the appointment, I got to groom Big Mama and the puppy. Puppy was really easy to groom. She was a little bit more nervous, and she even tried to knit me for getting into the tub uh, for getting her into the tub, she fights a little bit. As soon as she's in the tub, she's fine. She doesn't even act out for the blow dryer. I get her done fairly quickly. I start the bathing process with the Big Mama Tibetan, and this dog is so dirty, nasty, Ooh. that the water is just rolling off her. I have to bathe her three times in oh condition, of course. This took me three full hours. Yes, this dog was in the tub for three full hours. <gasps> Just bathing? I ran out of hot water a couple of times. Mind you, mom is in the other tub also using the hot water. Mama Tibetan had a ton of undercoat, but it's not coming out in the tub. I'm thinking the blower will just get it out. So when the bath is over, I start to, I start the drying process. I force dry this giant ass dog with the hopes that it will get the undercoat out. It isn't a couple of hours later the dog is getting dry and the hair starts coming out. By this time, my mom is already finished with her too and she is beginning to feel bad for me. <laughs> so she starts helping. We are raking and brushing like mad and the brush just won't go through. The ears are severely matted behind them and we, sh- we, and we shave those out. They are super close to the skin. We also notice while blow drying that the dog's underbelly is very infected. There is crusty scabs and red skin under her belly. So my mom just starts shaving that all as well to get the infection site hair free. The hair is there. The hair there is very matted and gross even after three shampoos. By now I'm realizing that this is a lost cause. I absolutely do not 
ever recommend shaving double coated breeds, but I always think that what's what's best for the dog. I call Karen and discuss with her that shaving her dog may be the best option. Karen flips at the idea. She starts schooling me and how Tibetans cannot be shaved. They will overheat and die. She <laughs> has a friend that <clears throat> that had her hers shaved and the dog died right after. I stop her and explain that that yes, regularly I would not recommend this. However, Mama Tibetan's hair is very compacted with the undercoat that the matted to this that that's matted to the skin and I cannot even get a brush through her. I tell her that the dog clearly hasn't been groomed in a long time. These dogs should be groomed regularly. She then stops me and says no Tibetans do not require often grooming. She's only groomed twice a year. There's no way this dog was groomed even six months ago. She's a breeder and she knows all so I just tell her that she can pick up her dogs. I've done all that I can do for mama today. I would still charge her the fucking Oh, yeah, no, no. She's getting charged full price. Yeah. I just didn't finish because you didn't want what I wanted to give you. Yeah. And it sounds like it was so compacted that the skin wasn't able to breathe, which was causing, you know... Infection, yeah. Infection. That's so so sad. God, I hate people. I know. Like, I don't think they realize we bred these dogs to have this kind of hair that we have to take care of. Yeah. Fucking get over yourself. Yeah, they should be groomed regularly. You know what those are? The big fucking, they're yeah. like even hairier than chows. Yeah. And they're hella more aggressive. Yeah. When I saw Tibetan, I thought of Tibetan Spaniel, like the little ones. Yeah, I did too for a second. I know. And I'm I like, looked it up. It's going to be great. And then I was like, oh wait, no. She said Mastiff. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Those All things right. are crazy. Yeah. I don't think, I, I would have been like, nah. We're booked <laughs> out for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Remember I told y'all my mom shaved Mama Tibetan's belly? So I'm a little panicked that Karen is going to have a fit about this. She and her husband... The vet would have had to shave it anyway. I know. She and her husband get to the pet store to pick up, and she is ecstatic about how her pups look, even Mama Tibetan. She goes on and on on how good they look and talk to the dogs and about how traumatized they must have been to be groomed. Oh my uh, god. STFU. Get a life. <laughs> Jesus. I hate people like that. Like, I don't even know, I don't even say anything about shaving her belly, but I, but I do, uh, for her infections. She tells me that her dog is allergic to grass and she does this every year. It's now closing time and I'm beyond ready to go home. I'm just letting her talk and trying to get her to leave. She paid 200 for mama Tibetan, 150 for the other and a hundred for the last two. She even tips us both $20 before leaving. Was that a hundred each? It's 200 for mama. Uh huh. 150 for the other, so that's 350. Yeah. And 200 for the other two dogs. 200 each? 100 for the other two, so it would be 200. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and she tips $20. She tipped $20? Before leaving, yeah. Wow. What Technically she- 40 because she tips them both 20. Still. Um,. Next next day, I am prepared for Karen's phone call complaining about the shave fur, but it doesn't come. She shows up late again, dropping off the Commodore and the Poodle. She probably honestly doesn't touch her dogs and probably doesn't even notice. Yeah. She wants uh, a standard Poodle cut, but a short version, so clean face, clean feet with a top knot and a ball tail. Commodore is to be shaved down all over. Her dogs are seriously the sweetest. The Commodore is so severely matted that we were lucky to get a 10 through the parts of her as long as her, uh, such as her feet, legs and feet. Her fur is almost black because of dirt. She's apparently Uh the one to guard the sheep when I, 
Uh, no, is the usual job for the breed. Karen told us many times that she is a coyote killer. Yes, those were her words. Commodore is so sweet, and he even gives us so many smiles after we get done with her. She could tell she appreciated not having all of her pelted fur on her. Mm-hmm. We have our receptionist call Karen to tell her that the dogs are all ready to go. She says she's going to pick them up later because she got other plans right now. Ew, my no, mom- come and pick up your fucking dogs. Yeah, my mom and I have a wedding to prepare for, so we leave and are ready for a little vacay this weekend. We charge $150 for the Commodore with a $15 matted fee and the Poodle $95. Later that evening, I get a phone call from my mom telling me that Karen called and told told our receptionist that she will not be bringing any more of her dogs out uh, to the shop anymore because she didn't like the way that her dogs were are acting after they got home. Her dogs were in great moods at the shop, so I'm not sure why they would be acting weird at home. Our new owner called Karen to kindly let her know that if she thinks that there's anything bad happened to her... Oh, my God. What what, did, new, what did the owner say? The new... Why would you even what did start she say? saying shit like that, new owner, stupid fucking bitch? Is the owner Our a groomer? New owner, call, uh, new owner called Karen to kindly let her know that if she thinks anything bad happened to her dogs while they were here, she would happily show her the camera footage because we do have cameras up. I'm not sure exactly how that conversation went, but I told her the new owner that due to Karen's last minute cancellations that we would not, wouldn't be doing any more of her dogs anyway. I decided to text a a groom salon owner down the road about the crazy Karen. I let her know exactly what happened and she'll be looking for a new groomer, I'm sure. The salon owner texts me the very next day a picture of Karen's name on the caller ID. She much, uh, she much like mobile, uh, Vanessa ghosted Karen. What? Huh? What? Read that again. The salon owner texts the salon owner texts me the very next day a picture of Karen's name on the caller ID. Oh, so the salon down the street that she got the warning oh, from. Oh, and she just ghosted she her. She texted her uh, the picture. And she just ignored her. She just, Vanessa ghosted her. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile Vanessa ghosted her. Sorry, I That's had to reread that one. That's the way it goes. Uh, all I can say is that I've learned my lesson and uh, now I'm officially allergic to domestic mastiffs. <laughs> Sorry if this was all confusing. I'm not a writer. Feel free to use my name. Y'all have a great night, Alyssa. That was actually really well wi- written. Yeah. And so much so that Vanessa had to commentate on everything that you said. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's you great. You know, I'm not mad at the owner with being like, I'll show you tape. Yeah. I just, I read that sentence first. Like, thinking, like, the owner, like, not a groomer, was, like, saying, like, we'll give being, you a very, being way too apologetic. But yeah. then, yeah. I don't disagree. But, yeah. No, like, hey, yeah. I'll like, show you footage if you have any problems. You're still paying. Yeah. Like, give me my money. My yeah. groomers worked hard. And if you want proof, bitch, I got proof. I am all for proof. Screenshot that shit. Send it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. do what you gotta do. Ghosting. A proven method. Highly recommend. Love that she used it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I mean, that's a weekend of money, but, like, it wasn't worth it. Nah. Because you just got a headache at the end of it. Yeah. That sucks. Well, good stories. Now we're completely out of stories. So, if you want stories in the next two weeks, you got to send them, you know. So, send us them all. Whatever. We want sex stories. We want ghost stories. We want fun stories, sad stories, depressing stories. Uplifting stories. Uplifting like stories. Alyssa gave us. That was yeah. wonderful. Family stories. You have a family-run business. Send us the juice. You got juice and gossip on someone? Send that shit in. Like, 
we'll read it we'll speculate it's cool but anyways <laughs> all right guys we are out till next time send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com or you can go onto our website which is linked on facebook and you can follow us on facebook and instagram at shit on the table tell your friends to listen to us at spotify itunes and google play all right guys peace